Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You found Atomic Android Radio. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we talk the ins and outs of our favorite fictional universes. I'm Adam. I'm Andrew. And today, we are building another subclass. We don't know which one yet, we haven't rolled the randomness. Yeah, so um, one of the past episodes we did or whatever, we uh, made a little subclass boy. um, Yeah, we made a druid subclass called Circle of Foes. And that was pretty fun. Um and uh this seems like a good way to fill up episodes <laughs> <Just> <laughs> so, real transparent. so uh we'll, we'll do it again yeah um on I, a less cynical note it was fun yeah no it That's was part of it was, why it was it's easy fun. to fill up time yeah um so yeah we're gonna go at it again uh get another now, random... obviously you dear listener know what subclass we're doing because it was in the title but we don't yet yeah, we don't. We don't yet. We're going to get another random one. Um, if we do this a bunch for we'll probably ever change, or whatever, uh, we'll stop. Yeah. probably stop doing random ones. We're like, yeah, we got fucking Druid six times in a row or whatever. So. <laughs> I'm really hoping we don't get Druid again. I don't think I've got anything for Druid at yeah, the Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, let's let's go. Um, I got a little spinny thing. Still spinning. So cleric. Oh. oh, this is what I actually wanted. Okay, I have an idea I've wanted to do for cleric for ages, but could never actually get. Um, um there's no god of travel, and travel's a big one for lots of different religions. You got Hermes. He's the only one coming to mind right now, but I think there's others. Um, yeah, we could we could do travel travel. It's kind of a vague mechanic in D and D. That's why I'm thinking, um, based it on speed and kind of make it like the speed force, but in D and D. Yeah, all right. Um, I I could see that. That to me, something about that feels more of like a paladin thing. 
which I guess if you make a god of travel or whatever, you could do. Well, yeah, you and could do it from um, Oath of Glory already has some speed elements with its aura of alacrity, which adds ten feet to your movement speed. Okay, and then they get um, access to haste and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's mostly why it seems more like a. But uh, yeah, um, um, I'm not against travel. Do we want to? That's just my first other thought, ideas? Already, yeah, because yeah. I already had that idea. But if you've got others, hit me with them. Um, well, I mean, we just got cleric like right now. Um, maybe uh, something to do with snakes. <laughs> maybe, uh, but that seems very specific. And I think for a cleric domain, you want it kind of broad so that you could have. Like both Thor and Zeus are Tempest domain, mm-hmm. but you want a character based on Thor or Zeus to feel kind of different from. Yeah. All right. Let me look at the confirmed domains right now. See what we're kind of working with. D and D, and who knows? Maybe this whole chunk is gonna get cut out when we just decide to go with travel. Potentially. D and D, cleric domains uh, all right um we got knowledge life light nature tempest trickery war death forge grave and i I get why they're there, but grave and death being two separate types of domain are a little strange to me, but they do have a specific reason. Death domain is like creating undead. Grave domain is destroying undead. Uh, Arcana, which I always thought was weird, but hey. Um, Order, peace, twilight, uh, and then there's a ton of unearthed arcana. Like fate, city, um protection okay. unity blood and moon and now wait there's no dark there's light but yeah there is no dark i presumably that would come under death and or grave those are both quite dark things especially well yeah but those those are like things that are dark right, i'm talking right. about like specifically you have light and dark Mm -hmm. Um, i think it's just different because dark the light domain gets a lot of radiant and fire spells mm -hmm. dark would get necrotic which both grave and death already yeah i guess that's fair but um i was just thinking because there's they got life domain and death domain so it's weird to not have both sides of the two cards. Right. Plus, I think Moon um, might have some dark stuff and Twilight as well. Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, my biggest thing is looking at, like, real mythology and seeing who's not represented. Is love represented? That, that's what the Peace uh, domain was originally called. But they changed it to Peace because... Love got a little weird in the theming of it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, 
What are some other gods? Madness, know, maybe? Which, I that, guess trickery. That's what trickery and um for like say Dionysus or, or Bacchus, his Roman name, um, would be like madness. Um and that's what Tulak he has a uh subclass for cleric called the festival domain. And that's mm. kind of their thing. Yeah. Um yeah, I guess we could go with kind of travel. Maybe barter, like sort of the um like a trade kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like a trade type deal. There's Maybe. a lot of gods that are like, oh, I'm the god of merchants or trade or stuff like that. Yeah. Another option, and again, this is more kind of Hermes themed, is um uh, I think it's a trope called the odd jobs god. Mm-hmm. A god of just like miscellaneous other shit. Now that's kind of that that could be funny. Yeah. I that seems like that. something I'd be into. Kind of like like everybody, you got your little team of clerics where you're like, oh, I'm the life cleric, I'm the warrior cleric or whatever. And there's like one that, uh, it's like, yeah, whatever we don't have, I kind of drop into those. Yeah, kind of like, like, again, the, the one that comes to mind the most is Hermes, the god, because he's the god of lying, stealing, trade, mm-hmm. travel, luck. But there's got to be other kind of just odd job gods. Like I know, um, maybe this is the wrong term for it, but I know uh, Ganesh is quite luck-based, so you could do something with that. But I don't mm-hmm. know if I'd want to do just luck themed with this type of character. Yeah, I feel like, although Domain of Luck, that I could see that being its Yeah, own thing, I could see it. Um, pretty easily. And the... In... But that's what fate presumably does a lot of as well. Yeah, that's fair too. I, I'm clerics was a bad choice for me because I do not have much experience with clerics and um what the do- different domains actually are. But yeah, one of the things that bothered me a little bit is that both Poseidon and Zeus are considered tempest domain because they combined water and storms. And that's yeah. um yeah, uh, maybe like Sea God could be a cool one. Yeah, kind like of some Domain of the Depth flavor or something. something. Yeah, yeah. Sea or Depth Domain. Yeah. There's already um, the Fathomless Warlock Patron, which is about something real deep underwater. Yeah, I, that's, that's one thing about um, clerics and warlocks that uh, usually I try to avoid but with those two specifically i like a bit of overlapping in their like stuff with like patrons and gods and stuff well, yeah um i do too one of the things i like about it is i could easily see one god having lesser beings that then go and make warlocks kind of thing mm-hmm. like you could easily see um say with the celestial pack um that there's like a light or life god and then their angels go out and they'll make warlocks mm-hmm. as opposed to a cleric who worships the god directly. Yeah. Um, uh, even though like it's cooler to be a warlock than a cleric. So I don't know if that's true. Cleric is one of the most powerful classes. in the world. Uh, Clerics for dirts. <laughs> oh, you read the book directly <laughs> and was just like, hey, you're pretty cool. <laughs> exactly um yeah uh so yeah uh see 
or depth or whatever, um, that's not a bad idea. Uh, you could try something like um, Time might be a cool yeah, one. Yeah, there's the um, uh, Chronomancy Wizard. Yeah, like that. that's sort of what I was thinking. Like, uh, um, like uh, what, what's it called? Domain of the or temporal domain or something like that yeah. something that kind of acts a bit like chronomancy that's not like a, that's not a bad idea at all yeah um, um one that i thought might be cool is somewhat maybe a little niche but uh like a revenge or retribution domain kind of like nemesis yeah that's not bad mechanics there with like all right well now we're having a problem where we're coming up with too many good yeah ideas. now we got too many we should probably uh, stop spitballing and nail something. But chaos would be pretty cool too. That's what I was like when you talked about fate. Like my first thought was domain of chaos. Yeah, that's not and the that's... worst, but that would often be what trickery is used for. Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, I would have to see how fate. Yeah, it is, is on Earth Arcana regardless yeah. anyway. So, however, fate is doing the opposite of that because I could see them using fate as like kind of more like destiny and that you could do with trickery or fate and like you got order and chaos type deal Mm -hmm. oh although if fate isn't like order domain of order might be pretty that is one okay that's cool um but uh yeah uh what do we what do we got uh we got travel uh, travel the revenge was there another one that we had that we time? Had? Time, yeah. That's my sure. that's my personal favorite right now. Okay, because like uh, time god is one of my favorite tropes of something, or time lord or master or whatever. Just a guy who's like I'm the dude that watches over time, um, and if you worship me, I guess in this I could give you sweet time powers. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah, I could see those. Um, personally, um, I think uh, Retribution sounds like it could have some really fun gameplay mechanics. Yeah, I feel like, it, like you said, that one is pretty niche. Right. And, uh, I mean, so is time. Yeah, but I mean, like Retribution is kind of, it'll probably end up being like a, like a favorite enemy type deal. And then you'd have like, Oh, this is your nemesis NPC. Type oh no! Kind See, of I was thinking more of like a like a payback mechanic, like taking damage and then being able to then say using your channel divinity to use that damage against your enemies. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, or we could do travel too. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm yeah. I'm cool with uh, I'm cool with either. Um, let's let's do time. Um, I'll probably still end up doing travel, just like oh, yeah, time. Yeah, or if we want to make another, no one says we can only make one cleric or whatever. <laughs> um, but Look, yeah, I do we... think cleric might be easier or at least faster than um druid, just because there's there's typically less things involved. Yeah, although I feel like druid, like has a pretty good template so i usually feel like that's pretty good to follow out or whatever pretty easy but uh yeah we could we could do um which one did you settle on time 
<laughs> yeah, time. All right. Well, yeah, we could do time. But who knows? Maybe we'll get a bit into it, say we don't like this, and then we could swap yeah, we, to. We reserve that, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, so how do clerics usually work? Like I said, I, I don't mess with uh... clerics that much. <laughs> Clerics um, are uh, interesting because they, like sorcerers and warlocks, get their subclass at level one. Mm-hmm. So each one kind of begins with Which, a short description. Hey, I think one D and D, that should just be the case with all of them. I think dude, that's dude. way more fun. I, you can you pick your subclass. This is usually how I do it. You pick your subclass at one, and even if you don't gain benefits from through tell level three, you still pick it at one, so it makes more sense for your character. Yeah, I agree. Though there is something to said for why they did that, and that they don't want new players, first time playing the game, being like, "All right, not only did you pick one of these thirteen classes." Now pick one of these like eight different Yeah, subclasses. but you're already going through so many choices. Eight subclasses is not going to be that much of a, like the one other choice isn't going to be the fucking straw that breaks the camel's back on that. Fair enough, I suppose. But um, uh, yeah, it just, just maybe you look, pick one or the other. at three or whatever. It just, it's, I just think it's bad for like making a character like say you were in the life domain or whatever like your character concept you're in the life domain for like years or whatever but you don't get life domain stuff till you reach level three or whatever when that stuff you should have already like known about or whatever yeah it is strange uh with how they're proposing one D clerics to work is you're just kind of a generic yeah exactly until you hit third level and you're like oh no i actually follow this specific guy yeah that's why i usually do it um if i don't just start above three if i start at one it's pick your subclass and stuff if you want to change your mind later you can change your mind later but at least have your idea this is the one i'm gonna be right i i tend to do the similar thing where it's like hey let me know what subclass you want to pick before we get there so you don't wake up one day and suddenly you can summon a dragon. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, how, how, how That's do enough complaining. Work? Yeah, let's go into clerics specifically. So they pick their domain at first level, which gives you some pretty minor bonuses at first. Um, and then you get your big boy stuff at second level. That's your channel divinity. That it's okay if it's not balanced for second level because you only get that one for ages. Okay. And it, it's going to be pretty good kind of regardless. That's that's the idea behind it at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, then at sixth level, you get a new version of Channel Divinity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just thinking about um, what we said earlier about overlapping um, Warlock and uh, Cleric. And I'm like, Oh, having like a warlock of the sea and having your Eldritch Blast be like a wave effect <laughs> would be really cool. Yeah. Like not bad. instead of like a cone or a line or whatever, it's like um is it called a wave? There's like cone and then there's where it's like just in front of you. Uh I don't yeah, know what it's called. No, but the only I, it's like spell a wave that I can even whatever. think of like that is tidal wave. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's that has nothing All to right. do with one, two, six, eight, and seventeen. 
Those are when your subclass gives you something. Okay. Um, what sort of things do they tend to be? Uh, at first level, you tend to get just something that explains what domain you are. You get usually some minor bonus, either a bonus proficiency, a bonus cantrip. Um, yeah, those are usually the main ones, like, say, trickery, not trickery, um, war and forge will give you, like, a heavy armor proficiency. Um, yeah, so maybe okay. something like that for time. So, yeah, a spell that works with that, like, give well, you a free... it would free... be pretty low level, because it's like bonus cantrip. Oh, is it bonus cantrip? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know any cantrip off the top of my head that would Maybe work Maybe true strike, so, but that's like the joke worst cantrip <laughs> in the game, so maybe we yeah. don't give that to you. Um, so maybe a proficiency the, of some sort? You're thinking of more, um, the second thing you get at first level, which is some minor ability. Like, life mm -hmm. gets Disciple of Life, where healing spells restore, uh, two extra hit points. Yeah, light gets warding flare when someone's about to hit you. A little ball of light shoots out of your chest and makes it harder for them to hit you. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, just the kind of bonus hey, you get uh proficiency with heavy armor for this, or I mean, that's the easy one, that's what like several of them give you. So I wouldn't mm -hmm. be super against that. Um, maybe something funny or not funny, but really flavorful, like um, proficiency on like watchmakers tools yeah okay um that's maybe proficiency maybe something to do with survival like dealing with times of day and whatnot i could see that that um, would be a little yeah sidesteppy but that's not the worst thing in the world um hmm what are the D D fucking <laughs> skills bro? Well, um we could do something where uh i mean it doesn't necessarily have to be watchmaker but whatever your timekeeping device is that becomes like your focus and you use it you kind of need it for some of the other abilities because that gives us a uh, a little bit of balance in that we can make them a little bit stronger than they otherwise might be because yeah okay steal it from you yeah and then we'll have like this sort of ritual thing where you yeah, can get you, a if new it gets one. broken spend yeah a whole day yeah yeah it. i like that that's pretty good i think that's where we're gonna get the best i don't think we're gonna get any low level time-based power right or anything right. and like uh none of the skills or anything really are gonna mess with be time relevant. yeah i just don't really see anything like so that. yeah I, I i like that um so yeah kind of like an arcane focus type deal but uh uh what's um holy symbol yeah uh, i think it's called for clerics yeah your holy symbol and then yeah you use it for various ways and that gives you again some little bit of flavor to differentiate your time god from others yeah like and if you were um say uh chronos you might have an hourglass yeah but in that, a steampunk setting that's a, a, an actual watch yeah it's, it's so that's the only thing that with uh that's the only stipulation of the holy symbol is it somehow needs to tell the time it whether to, it's yeah, like track it's like a mini time dial a sundial or like that yeah hourglass or stopwatch um just something just like that timekeeper mm-hmm and that that gives you kind of right out and uh, a holy symbol, which they're they're pretty cheap. 
most clerics mm-hmm. can afford to just get one, but it's it's fun. Yeah, usually when you have a more specialized holy symbol or whatever, it means more to you too. So if you sit there and you ask them, okay, wh- how does your symbol tell time right, or whatever, right. they're going to be more invested into it too. Comes your holy symbol and is used later uh, in later abilities. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then just a, a small thematic ability. Like how life gets to add two to their healing. Um, uh, warding flare. Yeah. There are some really strong ones like um, Tempest gets... Uh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of the Channel Divinity. Well, theirs isn't too bad. Uh, Wrath of the Storm, where if somebody hits you with a melee attack, you can do 2d8 lightning damage out of your body at them. Mm-hmm. Well, if we want something useful, but not necessarily like I feel like gonna like shift combat in a great way. We could do something that shortens the amount of time you need to do things. Oh, maybe something to do with rests, where you could cut you rest could times do... in half, where yeah. it's 30 minutes instead of an hour, or four hours instead of eight. Yeah, um, I just, at that point, it feels like that's much of a much. If I'm gonna spend four hours resting, I can spend eight hours resting. Yeah, but then you could have, that's pretty good for like when you have that sort of thing where you're like oh it's a good thing we have an elf on the team to like stand watch or whatever um you get like those sort of helpful bonuses where you're like oh we it's a it's a helpful work around that sort of thing but yeah that's fair especially with 30 minutes to an hour um, right it kind of just if i can do that i can probably do the other one without much worry mm-hmm. um but yeah even other like war domain gets war priest uh, you can get a bonus attack a uh, number of times equal to your wisdom modifier. Oh, yeah. All right, then we could we Maybe could get pretty strong with that. In a similar idea, although this might work better for the channel divinity, but I think it's, lo- it's weak enough that it could be used here. Um, a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier, you can take the dash action. Yeah, okay. And kind of treat that as like fast forwarding yourself through time a little bit mm-hmm. to make yourself faster. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, that would probably also work very well for the, the travel. travel. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sensing there might be a decent amount of overlap. Yeah. Kind of speed and um, maybe, maybe this one. Distance time related. Yeah, maybe this one you can. Uh, maybe has something to do with slowing down an enemy. Um, Casting the slow spell on them? Yeah, maybe, maybe if there's... If, you'd have to limit it pretty hard somehow, but like being the ability to turn someone's bonus action into a movement action or movement into a full action, maybe. Um, Potentially. There could be something there. I could see that, though. That feels pretty strong for this. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's more like a channel divinity. That that's fair, um, yeah. Maybe uh, um, maybe faster spell casting for this. You able to turn spell like you Much have like the quicken spell. Yeah, magic. that's what I was thinking. You can turn a spell that takes an action into a bonus action into a bonus action. Yeah, yeah that's not bad. That could be very fun feeling. Right. Yeah, all right. How do we want to limit that? We want to do 
again, like we I think like we a said once the per day, one. once per day. But I don't know. That feels much more limiting than most of these other guys. Yeah. Okay. Most of these other guys, you can use a decent amount of time. Like uh, I think life is, I think life because it's pretty minor. You can use all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Life is just permanently. You get plus two plus the spells level to any healing uh, warding flare. You can use wisdom modifier. Uh, Acolyte of nature just gives you some cantrips and stuff. Uh, Wrath of the storm number of times equal to your wisdom modifier. That one seems pretty common. Your wisdom modifier, same thing. Yeah. Okay. What's um, uh, just some cantrips. I I feel like because a sorcerer is only going to be able to do that like twice, right? Yeah, well, it depends. Uh, it depends on what level the sorcerer yeah. is. Yeah. Um. So I just feel like wisdom modifier might be a bit high because this might be a pretty strong ability. It could be, but like, it's never gonna be as crazy as it sounds because there's a hard rule in D and D that some DMs ignore. But it is a hard rule. If you cast a spell for your action, no matter how else you get like the ability to do so again, the only other kind of spell you can cast that turn is a cantrip. Yeah, you can't double cast. Right. Um, so you'll never be able to use this to cast two full-on leveled spells mm-hmm. together. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So maybe if we just do it wisdom modifier per day. Um no, and yeah, wisdom modifier seems pretty common amongst here. We could do something a little bit lower, uh like um what is it? A forge. They get to give their weapon a plus one, but they can only do that once a day. Mm-hmm. Well, that seems kind of lame compared oh, to it sounds else. real lame. Yeah. Oh, let's see, yeah. Uh touch one non-magical object, suit of armor. Until your next long rest. This one lasts for much longer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's not bad. Um, yeah, this wouldn't last that long because it's this like would an be instant. a single yeah, yeah action. So yeah, I think wisdom modifier. Okay. Uh, if we if we need to change that later, that could definitely be something that's shifted. Um, so yeah, at second level, you're able to speed first up. Level. First level. At first level you're able to turn a spell from an action to a bonus action and then that'll let you do another attack or whatever. Right, right. If you're like, oh, I don't... I want to still be able to swing my sword. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, when you cast a spell, a spell that takes one action, you can instead cast it as a bonus action. And that seems kind of cool. Like, I imagine, in my head, that would be, like, like because when I imagine casting spells and everything, there's a lot of, like, lights flying around and, like, different shifts in the magical weave. And then that just happening and fast forward. Yeah, that's not bad. Kind of cool. That's the other thing. And they don't get it now, I don't think. Maybe maybe they, they could. But um, just some bonus spells. A lot of different mm-hmm. ones get some spells. And definitely like slow haste yeah i I mean it'll be the big boy but time stop yeah exactly um probably look at the chronomancy since they actually added a ton of unique spells specifically for chronomancy oh yeah then if they got uh some of those maybe we could borrow some of those yeah um something like that uh 
Is this something we wanted to call this ability to? Hey, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, they got quick, quick and spell, spell yeah, is quick and what, spell casting is what um the meta magic is called. So you could do that. So people clock on pretty easily that that it works the exact same way. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, second level, that's when we get into our channel divinity. That's that's a big boy. Yeah. So all that's right. Where you get um some really powerful abilities, like well, some some really shitty ones too. They're not mm-hmm. all created equal, but like um. Uh, life domain get to heal five times their cleric level oh wow choose any creatures within 30 feet of you and divide those hit points amongst them that's a lot that's a lot of heal um whereas nature can charm animals and plants for a minute uh let's see tempest and trickery have some of my favorites of this where tempest has destructive wrath where when they roll lightning or thunder damage, you can use your channel divinity channel divinity to deal maximum damage instead of rolling. Oh, that's pretty Which cool. with the right build is just yeah. really strong. Yeah, no, that is pretty strong. Um and then this one's far weaker, but it, it feels really fun. Channel divinity for the trickery domain is invoke duplicity, where you make a perfect illusion of yourself that runs around and can cast your spells through it. Oh, that really fucking like, rules. Yeah, you could do some real fun stuff with that. Yeah. Um, guided strike from the war domain lets you add just a plus ten to your roll, mm-hmm. which uh, with like great weapon master or sharpshooter can do tons of damage. Yeah. Um. Do we want to do something damage based? Because if we want to do something damage based, we could do something to do with aging maybe i think that would work as the channel divinity you get at sixth level mm-hmm. the because that one probably seems pretty strong damage wise yeah this this type of domain this type of cleric feels like a almost like a battlefield controller type yeah it doesn't feel like you're gonna be doing the most damage but no. it feels like you're gonna be able to really like maybe, fight how um, you need ooh, like, i think this might be a spell in Pathfinder and not D and I could be wrong, but I recall there is one spell that lets you, in like a, a relatively small radius, pick creatures to be slowed or hasted as the spells. Oh yeah, that's that's because that's what I was sort of thinking of, like those kind of spells that you could like. I was trying to think of a way that you could use that for like a time stop or something where um, you can't really like that it could be like a lower level thing but like you could use it as something where you stop time so everybody you can have it where the party can stop and talk to each other and be like okay what's our next move like even in a social interaction when they don't want the person hearing so they stop time have a conversation um but i don't know how you would do that without that just being a total time stop but yeah ideas of that where it's like oh your time abilities can affect who you want, when you want, and whatnot um, to kind of shuffle around uh, the battlefield or just the encounter, whether it be mm-hmm. puzzle or social or combat or whatever. I think a lot of that kind of stuff would be really interesting. 
I think it could be fun if we make it so that you really have to, because because abilities like this want you to be up in essentially the front lines, and that's not typically where a cleric wants to be. Yeah, which exactly. I think is a good balance for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you could do something fun where everybody in the radius is slowed or hastened, which means you're like, all right, I want to be up front, but I if I'm going to slow everybody, I don't want my party members around me, or you that gives the dm some decent balance of like oh you want to hasten your entire party so they all get an extra attack okay well mm-hmm. now so does the bugbear yeah anybody in melee range or whatever is right everybody hasten. within that like 20 foot range yeah then then you got to plan a lot around of ranges and whatnot where you're like okay everybody step back start using your range attacks or like if it's like the hasten stuff and you know that like in a melee fight um that uh like if it's like a barbarian versus like a soldier or whatever you're like okay that they're gonna win so like it's okay for them to be within the range so yeah i think that i think that can create a lot of interesting like actual battle tactics right i do think it could potentially be quite strong giving your entire party a second or maybe even third attack could do some crazy stuff yeah especially if you're just out of the range of like the enemy and it, you do that and everybody throws like fucking three ranged attacks on yeah. their turn or like um or like you do that and suddenly your barbarian can attack like three times and mm-hmm. the dragon doesn't really gain any effect of this because it's one big boy creature yeah um there there could definitely be some problems to that but it is a channel divinity. Channel divinities are supposed to be pretty strong. Yeah, that's true too. Um, you only get like one of these for a good while. Yeah. Um, maybe we could because that is pretty strong. Maybe we could push that back to make that a later one, one you level. get. Yeah. You yeah. only get two. So yeah, you get one at second and one at six. Yeah, that's that's what I, I can see here. Okay. Um yeah, and then you get like spells like time stop or whatever. Because I feel like stopping time should be the end point, right? Yeah, and that's what time stop is. Yeah. Is so, and but I feel like maybe if we could find a way that makes you better at that specifically. Well, yeah, even just at like the seventeenth level, you get time stop. But your special thing is your friends can also be around during a time stop. It's not. Yeah. Just um. Just something to make that better, but yeah, I feel like that's the end point of like, okay, you're the master of time, you're able to stop time. Because, like, if you like, if you're looking at a time thing or whatever, I feel like the real end point of time based abilities is time travel. Yeah, but I think that's I way too hard give that. to implement yeah. mechanically. Or whatever. You don't want your class choice to be like, all right, DM, I know you set out this whole thing during this thing but i would like to go back here. yeah although a rewind ability or something would that's be that's not bad maybe that cool. could be a pretty decent channel divinity of just like hey that last action you took or like the last thing that happened since your last turn it didn't anymore try again yeah yeah that that's maybe that's a pretty good idea cuz that could be pretty strong and especially if everybody knows that they were just rewind right. so like it's oh let me try something else instead or whatever. Right, so right. it's not I know just... my ranged attack really didn't work on this guy. Yeah. I didn't realize he had such a high AC. 
Yeah. Let me try this spell that does a saving throw instead. Yeah. Or you get hit by the fucking dragon's acid breath or whatever. <laughs> You're like, it's like, I would like oh. to try the dexterity saving throw one more time. Please. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, <laughs> quick, anybody that could buff me, do it now. <laughs> Guys, in one I- round. The dragon is going to breathe acid on us, and I need a yeah. Hand. Um, that although that is a thing with um, uh, with a lot of like rewind things in RPGs, um, a lot of the times only one round, which it, that is a good balance and everything, uh, because like it, you're not restarting a whole bunch, but then there's not much people can help you with if it's that like if you're just going back onto your turn. So maybe you go three well, rounds. I think it depends on you could do something where you can use it basically whenever, but it goes back to your last turn. So that way where you are in initiative matters. Yeah, that does that would redo a lot though. It could, but that I mean that's kind of up to how the DM wants to interpret it. Cause there could easily be a thing where it's like, hey, every other player, you don't know time rewound. You still have to do what you did last round. Only this time guy gets to do that. Or they can be like, everybody remembers, including the bad guy. The bad guy can be like, oh, I know that you're trying to do this. I'm going to fly around instead of breathing my my weapon. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think going down to last turn would be... Especially, how cool would it be if... You're the fucking last one standing well, exactly. on a TPK yeah. and you rewind and you're like, all right, everybody don't fuck up this time. Right. Or you're playing with that. I think it might be a home rule, but it's definitely a rule I've heard heaps of where when you hit zero and you're about to go into your death saving throws and you fail your last one, you get one final thing to do. And you're like, all right, I rewind. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You got, and you're now you're holding onto that channel divinity for a while. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing good. with this because you can it, there's definitely the kind of player that will try to abuse this but i know most players will hold on to that far past the time they should have used it in combat because they're like what if i need it later that's true it'll be like a had... potion they were holding on to the end imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Higher fucking game. Yeah, I, I think that works pretty well. I think that's cool. Um, if we make it a reaction, so... Oh, it, somebody could, could steal your reaction and not let you do it too? Yeah, so like someone could steal your reaction... And then it's not always a whole round of combat from because if you don't do it on your turn, well, if you do it on your turn, it would go all the way back to your turn. But if you're able to do it like on someone so else's your fighter turn, gets yeah, murdered, yeah, and you're like, all right, then well, it, we gotta go back to then it might only go back two rounds instead right. of the whole like say six or whatever. So yeah, I think if we do that, um we could and, also because again, this might be pretty strong. And eventually, you will get multiple channel divinity ability. Like you could use it multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. What if we do it where also you take either psychic damage or like a point of exhaustion, and then you're like, all right, well, I don't want to do because eventually by like fourth or fifth level, you'll have like three channel divinities. Yeah, point of exhaustion seems a bit much. Um, yeah, maybe some. How how would we calculate damage? if we did uh for each round a d6 of psychic damage potentially yeah that's not bad for it because then you gotta because then you're like it's a worry for how much more you like bring back right then Then it's like man it's gonna be like right that's like 10 d6 psychic damage which is one of the hardest damages to just be resistant to yeah um or force and we make it so almost nobody is resistant to it yeah although that's oh well, i think psychic because i don't think everybody should take the damage it should be no you. i meant just you yeah but yeah and then um but that seems like a big hassle for what what is that level two yeah that's gonna probably kill you well yeah and that's why you're thinking maybe i shouldn't do this yeah but then that just becomes if it's something you're worried about saving and something that you're worried about killing you that's just gonna be a power that nobody ever uses i guess that's fair true um maybe if it's just not so much damage uh look if it's only a whole round 10 d4 averages out to 20 damage that's not the and at worst. second level that could take you down but like yeah this is also a really powerful ability this gives your whole party another go around they could just bring yeah and as you level up you're going to be able to tank that damage more and more so like 10 d4 isn't going to be really much to like even like a level six character right you'll just be fine you could just cop that yeah but if it's in a desperate moment of a fight too that is still something you got to worry about Mm -hmm. Um, and if we make it say psychic you could make a build around being resistant to it and that'll help deal with that. Yeah, I think I think that's good. I I think it it taking a strain on your body, and then maybe uh, even if like we do multiple abilities that do psychic damage, 
And then like later on when you're higher level, it's like, oh, now you're resistant to psychic damage. Right. So you could like that. So you could pull off those abilities way better, like as your character grows in power level. Um, so yeah, I think making a reaction so you can better decide how like much damage you're gonna take and how much you actually restart. Um and uh making you take damage on it it's gonna make people a bit more resistant to it mm -hmm. all right take 1d4 psychic damage for each round that is rewound that feels weird to say that is undone that is undone okay each round uh, and is then rewound we should probably specify who remembers what they did. I think everybody would remember. Yeah, I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but maybe we don't specify because maybe that's up to a GM deal. Well, that's what I was thinking. But if we don't, it might cause arguments at a GM table. And that would be lame to be like, yeah. well, it doesn't say that your players remember. Yeah, that's fair. Every affected creature remembers their past actions we could do it as a wisdom saving throw so if you pass the wisdom saving yeah throw, that could be interesting but my only thing is i know technically it's like a i personally wouldn't have a problem with it in being a player in this situation but i know um one of my biggest issues and one of a majority of players biggest issues is someone telling you this is your action so, right. so I know you already made that decision in the round before of what you do and how you do it. Um, but having someone be like, no, you have to do this on your action. Isn't going to feel great for anybody, mm -hmm. but. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking the wisdom saving, wisdom throw, saving throw most players should have if, a decent one anyway, just because that's one of the most common spell saving throws in the game. And most creatures aren't going to have it. That you don't mind, like, for balance-wise, your big bad evil guy probably will have a decent wisdom saving throw. So they're yeah. not going to just be able to dogpile him. Yeah, I, I, I think that's it. I think but a troll good. is an idiot. He won't. I, I personally think it's more interesting, but I could see it causing some issues at some tables. But um, that's not again, our like, problem. Yeah, that's yeah. not my problem. You could <laughs> ignore that. Uh, every affected creature remembers what happened on a successful... Should we just make it equal to your spell save DC? Yeah. Because that'll get higher as you go. Yeah. It's already wisdom based. Mm -hmm. Successful wisdom saving throw equal to your spell save DC. That'll be cool too because it gets better as you go. Mm -hmm. So like before even a wolf might be clever enough to remember what happened. But as you go later on, like a, a guy might not. Yeah. Is there something we could do? Maybe, I don't know if there's much stuff that's like, oh, I affect this previously. But maybe if somehow down the line, they could choose targets to remember. Potentially, although I feel that might get just a little... Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's fair. All 
right and at six level you get a different and and if you really if that's really causing a problem in your party you could be like oh like your time god gives you this gift that it's a set of rings that if someone wears it they're immune to yeah or even just hey your party they've been around you and you've done this enough they become a tolerant to the effects yeah, of the yeah. changing time there, there's stuff there's a lot can, of ways around it yeah. if you really needed to if it's really an issue for you um, okay uh at sixth level you get another channel divinity and this one uh is a different type so like whereas uh trickery got a a duplicate at second level here they get cloak of shadows where you just become invisible. Okay, so do we want to do damage based on this one? That yeah, I don't mind that. Although so, it looks like a lot of these are just kind of expanding what you could do at second level. No, not all of them, just some of them are like that. I'm fine with the either or. I think expanding your time rewind would could go a long way to making you feel really powerful. But I think making you more versatile too, and the different I, stuff. You, I'm more you know. inclined to versatile. Okay, then yeah, let's go with that. I think a, an aging ability could be fun, especially if there's a thing where you age a little bit too each time you use it. Yeah, but it could be older or younger, and then you get you could flip back and forth, maybe. Yeah. Um. That's not bad. How many D and D abilities? Because I know we like to play that way, but how many, uh, like with our RPG and whatnot, and like when we do RPG stuff, is adding drawbacks to things. But how many D and D abilities actually give you those sorts of drawbacks? Not when heaps. You use them? Not heaps. Yeah, I Most think of if them we are just good. But I think I, my, my I, thinking is aging doesn't actually affect your statistics or stats all that much. Mm-hmm. I, I just think if we give a drawback for one of the divinities, we probably shouldn't give a drawback for the other. And then, I don't know, I was just thinking because, like, one, it doesn't affect you heaps, and two, it makes what race you chose change how your time powers affect you. So if you're an elf, an extra year or two is nothing to you. Yeah. But if you're an orc, that could be a huge deal. Yeah. Um... Yeah, look, I'm cool with doing it, I guess. As maybe long as not it's not here, but maybe at like the 17th, like if you're controlling time stops, say. Yeah, well, I think it would make more sense here. Um, but um, yeah, because then you got that whole thing, like there's even that whole deal with like the father time shifting from baby to old man. Yeah, like, that thing when... from Danny Phantom. Is that only from that? I think that's, that's... the only thing I can think of it from. But, but I, in my when i'm picturing it he's human not a ghost hmm. um but or maybe it's just three of the same guy hanging around at the same time <laughs> um but uh yeah um i i could I, I think that might be fun as long as it's not too much of a mechanical drawback mm-hmm. um I, I i think it's good and then we could do like you roll fifty percent or whatever. If it's above fifty, you age up. If it's below fifty, right. age down. And then or maybe you just make... 
get fucked real hard and become a child or whatever. Right. You'd have to be relatively unlucky to get like multiple of the same type that are yeah. balancing each other out. Yeah, it, yeah, that could be pretty fun. I, yeah, I just think it adds a lot of flavor to the class. I, 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 I agree. Affecting any abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we want the actual aging attack to work? Yeah. Does that feels like that feels like it would be in the spells, right? The I could I haven't looked Corona so spells. Because I think those are technically just really well liked homebrew. So I yeah. haven't looked too much into them. Um so potentially. Um, like that that's the first idea you okay yeah but that's like the second one no yes maybe curse of aging uh you perform an, another creature attempt to change their age if the target is unwilling let's make a wisdom saving throw on a success um the spell has no effect you reduce or increase your choice the target's age by up to three to ten years um, a target cannot uh, be reduced or um, yeah this seems like it doesn't really do damage all that much yeah that one just sounds like it's, it's again some fun flavor I think yeah. something that does damage would be fun again then you do still have to think of like various races like like elves cop fucking a hundred years and they age like a year yeah because that's what I'm thinking maybe if you do damage per like year or whatever right and then um, and then like once you hit like a certain mark like you have like uh you would have to go through for each race and do it but you have to go through and like elderly and then for sure dead <laughs> like <laughs> you are dead uh, yeah there's no way you're this old and you're surviving oh. <laughs> so maybe you're like oh this guy can take a lot of damage but I know his race doesn't age that yeah, well. This orc barbarian I know can take tons of damage, but I know they only live to like 50. Yeah. So if I just get him above 50. Yeah, but that per would be a personal a And that would take thing. tons of time. Uh, yeah, so this mechanic or whatever would just be you age someone up and each like year increment or, or something increment, yeah maybe we like don't, five don't years. Do just year we do like now they become elderly for whatever race they are this ability turns them elderly well i think yeah i think that's fine if you're doing like um uh just if you're just focused on the aging bit but if we're focused on the damage bit then we should do damage and then you just use the age as your measuring point for it yeah, well, I was so like maybe instead of straight damage we do a whole bunch of debuffs for being elderly say so like um you know disadvantage on uh strength or something like that or uh reduce their movement speed yeah okay um just so um, this ability isn't just like a big gun that you point at your BB evil guy and just shoot. Yeah. Um, just having, if you just do elderly though, that feels like it's only, you got young, middle-aged elderly and that feels like it's not really that much steps. Yeah. And it's just like a one and done type deal. So, and that doesn't really take into account like the ages 
difference that one can take more than another one if they all just turn to each of well, their that's relatively what I elderly i wanted to, to kind of ignore the ability that certain races live longer just oh, I, that, yeah. just then you don't have to do a whole thing where it's like yeah uh my eladrin is technically immortal to or my monk is immortal to time like they legit can't die of old age yeah but i think that's more interesting for this power is dealing with those differences especially when you get to someone that's like oh yeah you're whole deal is like isn't gonna work on me and you go fuck um i i think something more where you shift people up or down certain amounts of time um although then you got something or if it probably just would be up because if you you're like, have to oh, be up, yeah yeah if you're like oh i'm gonna turn you into a fetus or whatever you're only 20 years old like I only need to hit you like twice or whatever with this. Right. And, and it's like now you're an infant and I'm gonna stomp on your body. Yeah, so it probably just up. But yeah, I think doing it in um uh certain amounts of years. If we want it more randomized, um maybe like a dice pool of years or whatever. Um I know that speller has three D ten years, but maybe if we're like Oh, for every time you do this, it's like two D ten or whatever. I can't think of other. <laughs> yeah, but, you could do um, something. Or, or if we want it more, like one percentile. <laughs> yeah, that might that that might be pretty good. So you just could age just do like a hundred years or whatever. <laughs> but I think that might be a big thing where yeah, yeah, this could just instantly kill a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Where like if you age a gnome up fucking sixty years or whatever, that's probably. Well, I think they'll be fine. I think no, I think gnomes age faster. No, gnomes live to be about like two hundred or something like that. I think. But that's how I like it. I think gnomes might age faster. They might. Let me let me check. I can look at gnomes. I think too. I've I I think I've come across a couple of examples. Like even in season two of Vox Machina or whatever there was like three generations which we might talk about that soon hey weird um (laughs) there's like three generations of gnomes what the show is weird no well a little bit yeah we'll get to that in its own episode but um but uh yeah I think there's like three generations of gnomes or whatever beforehand uh yeah, gnomes mature at the same rate humans do, and most are expected to settle down, blah blah blah, by around age forty. They can live three hundred and fifty to almost five hundred years. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I like that better for gnomes. I know orcs live much shorter. They live about half the rate of a normal man. Yeah, no, orcs are the I think the one way yeah, those are the real short guys. Yeah. Not in stature, but in no, quite the longevity longevity. But um, yeah, so what do we want to do for the actual power? Um, I don't know. We could do a thing where it's like I think every... I think simplest would be just a year to damage pool ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I'm thinking a number of like a certain threshold of year equals this much damage, say. Okay, so what's an example of that? So say uh, you roll a, a dice pool and you get like 32 years. All right, well, now you roll 3d10 actual damage. 
because that keeps it from being kind of exponential damage. Okay, so you're saying for every 10 years is a D10 uh, D10 of damage. damage. Yeah, that's sort of what I was thinking. With uh, I was thinking like every five years is like a D6 of damage Mm -hmm. or whatever, which um, if we want to do smaller increments, that's probably going to equal about the same. Um, But yeah, I'm cool with doing either one. Um, It depends how noticeable we want it to I feel be. like you want it relatively noticeable. Okay. You want, so how, you want to feel like when you How do we decide? Okay, how do we decide how many years though? That I think should be random. I think you should roll a certain I would like to say a D percentile. But that Yeah, might that's be what I'm big. I I think because you are like at most that's going to be 10 d10 damage that's exactly. fine that's fine but aging kills you <laughs> as but, well but maybe we we make it that the effect of the actual aging is the necrotic say damage and so if you don't actually kill them with that amount because like it's not a hard set rule that orcs only live they hit 50 on their 50th birthday they drop dead yeah but i'm i'm saying like if an orc, if all right, if a human lives between the, the ages of like, uh, like dies between the ages of like eighty to uh, let's push it and say like hundred and fifteen. Yeah, a a century is what is considered normal for humans. Yeah. In D&D. So one hundred years. So one hundred years. If they're say sixty something and you age them up to a hundred and sixty, that person is gonna die. Well, yes, that but... person's heart is going to give out the moment <laughs> it tries to pump one. Well, we we could say that the magic you're using is different than actually just living a hundred years. You but take... then if that's the case, because you can I... you kind of assume it as you're aging a hundred years if. That exact moment was how you existed for every single day of that 100 years. So if you're just standing there, it's not like your bones are getting weaker because you're doing exercise. It's not like, you know what I mean? Okay, then I think there needs to be damage and like debuffs. Like maybe for every every 10 years, you get a minus. So it's like 1d10 damage, minus 1 strength, minus 1 uh constitution or whatever i can see because that. or they otherwise, build on top of each other yeah otherwise if it doesn't kill you outright i feel like the aging is just flavor text or and you're or, just doing damage uh once a certain amount of of aging you also get points of exhaustion because that'll definitely simulate getting old right there in the moment you're slower you're worse at saving throws you're worse at skills yeah okay and um, it can kill you if it gets All high right, enough. Yeah, then maybe we drop the damage and do you roll a D100. Um, and then for that, for every 10 years you get and you round down. So if you get like 95, it counts as 90. Right. So for every 10 years you get, um, you get minus one strength, minus one constitution, one point of exhaustion. So if you do bump someone up like 60 years and they get six points of exhaustion. They're just dead. Yeah. Well, maybe you want to maybe you want to make that at the 100. Saving throw, I would say. Yeah. Because I feel like you want the six points of exhaustion 
at the cap. Yeah. yeah, at the cap. Well, maybe we start a little bit higher. So, up, like, through, you know, one year through 30 years doesn't actually affect our stats very much. But maybe then you get a little bit of necrotic damage. Beyond that, that's when you start getting pretty fucking Yeah, old. then we would have to make, like, a chart for that. Yeah. For that sort of thing, which... I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah, but this sounds like a little bit more work than I'm really willing to sit down here and do. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just decide ten ranks of damage to necrotic. We could do every twenty years is um. Oh, this is gonna be a long episode without even. Um, we could do like every twenty years is like uh minus two to each, and then a point of exhaustion. So then you're doing bigger jumps, you're still taking that damage, and then the cap is gonna be like I think you might not even hit Yeah, you don't I don't think you get six the instant death. So I think that might be better. Yeah, I could see that. That would work. At least yeah. for now. Okay, yeah. For now we'll decide that's on the sixth level. So uh you roll a D one hundred for that for every twenty years, um it's minus two uh um strength minus two constitution is there anything else we want to do in that intelligence is Plus a sad one one wisdom. <laughs> no because they, like, they're not get, gaining any experience in that time yeah they lived. that's fair um but uh yeah minus two to each of those um agility do we want to do agility? Dexterity, yeah, it would be dexterity. Strength, dexterity, strength, like the bodily, the body ones. ones, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so minus two to each of those, and then a point of exhaustion. For each we one. should probably make the minus two just happen, but a Constitution saving throw for the point of yeah, exhaustion. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good idea. Now, do you make a Constitution saving throw for each? point you would get or just to see if you gain all of those points i think yeah it should be all or nothing okay um do we want to then do we want to add the year uh to the dc of the that would be tons maybe we just make the dc half of the the years that you would have to but even that that could be literally impossible for a lot of people i think it should just be your spell dc because that's typically what these kind of classes would do yeah okay amount of time and takes minus two to all physical stats statistics ability scores and on a constitution saving throw Equal to your spell DC, you take a point of exhaustion as well. Okay, now we're at one that's pretty simple. The eighth level ability is some form of divine strike. You get to add a certain type of damage in D8 to your strikes, and that's about it. Okay. Um, I would say probably necrotic is the closest thing to like time damage, yeah, other than just force. Yeah, I think necrotic. 
I don't think it's to be like getting hit by a wall of time or whatever. Yeah, I think necrotic is the only one that really makes sense. Yeah, necrotic is the one that kind of eats away at you. Right. So that one's pretty simple. And then 17th level, the big boy capstone. Um, okay. Do we want it should have do we want so they're gonna have the time stop spell yeah by now they will have by time now. stop um these are we, these are pretty strong too i'm looking at some yeah. of the other ones like even knowledge gives you some pretty powerful like hey uh, uh once per short rest you can grab something and for a minute of meditation get glimpses of stuff like object reading you can grab it and know where it's been error reading know what happened here yeah what do what sort of thing do we want to go for uh, here? stormborn you gain a flying speed oh that one's kind of lame <laughs> the 17th level you can just cast fly i presume what if i was kanku you, yeah what if i was arakakra and i just have a 50 foot fly speed uh you create four duplicates of yourself instead of one. Oh, that rules that's pretty good um do we want all right do we want to in maybe we all right i see a couple of options here we could do something that maybe enhances a time stop spell um or we could not take the time stop spell into account and make a separate time stops sort of thing okay. that you could double up on for stopping time i could see that second one could be really fun especially time stop is actually a super restrictive spell yeah, that's what I'm stop, thinking. You cannot affect another creature or the spell ends. Yeah, that's In what anyway. I'm... Yeah, I'm thinking you're going to want to... Maybe like, we do a... You do one round of time stop, but you can affect things. Okay. Do we want to make it where... Maybe you got one... Yeah. It's like one turn, like one whole round of combat... Or whatever and you're a this is the one where you're able to leave your friends out of the time stop potentially yeah so maybe we you're it's you and up to six willing creatures or you whatever. and up to your wisdom modifier number of creatures say. yeah maybe you just get to choose and then like if someone you get left party, out you have too many might get left party. out of uh, which is a shame but funny yeah, funny for you, like a dire moment in combat, and then you blink, and then like you won, and you're like, what just happened? <laughs> you blink, and everybody else left while the big red dragon is still there. <laughs> they left you to die. Um, but yeah, but if you're able to affect things, you could do stuff like, oh, I grab my friend who's still frozen, right. move him out of the way, that sort of thing. Um, so maybe, yeah, I, I, maybe I it's think it's a that's... reaction, like with rewind. And using that reaction, you can then do something else. It's almost like a legendary action that monsters get. Using your reaction, you can freeze time and do something right then and there, and then it ends. Okay. Um, yeah, then that's a different thing where it would be your friends. That's just for you. Where So what are we saying? You could freeze time whenever you want, get a full round of your turn. Or uh, like a full well, turn. We say we we limit you a number of times, maybe short rest or something like that. You can, as a reaction, you know, uh, a fireball that's coming at your party. You can freeze time, and you have one action. 
say to do something to grab your as many friends as you possibly can in that time to try to ca- get somebody get ready to do counter spell yeah i just uh, i feel like one singular action isn't gonna be all that much time to really do anything other than attack again or get out of the way right um, but like you don't want to do i don't want to do too much because then it's just way better than the time stop spell yeah the time which... stop spell is 1d4 but you can't affect anything besides yourself Whereas yeah this is one thing but you can take it at any moment as a reaction i think i think it's fine as long as you get a full like your turn right. in time stop so you get an action a so that lets you attack however attack. many times yeah i i think that's good then and then yeah if you want to do double up on your turn you free yeah i think that i think that's probably and it's not going to be like you have time frozen forever where if your other party isn't also frozen they're saying they're waiting for your turn right so it's kind of just like a like a really quick godsend which funny to be like freeze time all right our barbarian uh he's not he's he's in range for this charm effect and then we gotta fight him i'm gonna pick him up and i'm gonna move him out of range yeah okay yeah i think that's good um now if time stop that only affects you right yes you can only affect you it ends if you affect anyone else all right well i think that might be a good one where we could do um if we could find some way of if you use the time stop spell other people you could choose other people to not be stopped potentially Um, yeah several of these have multiple effects yeah so if you like if you do that that just gives you like if you're mid-combat you do that you stop time like okay what are we gonna do right because then even still you guys can't affect anyone else yeah exactly um i i just think that there needs that maybe not needs but i think it would be a lot of fun if you had a way to bring people in on your time manipulation Mm -hmm. sort of deal um but yeah i think that works for 17 and then additionally if you cast Time stop. Uh, you can choose a number of creatures. Yeah, we could do wisdom modifier. For That's that. what I figured. That's yeah, just a pretty constant thing. That's especially if your that cleric is typically going to be at least five. Mm-hmm. So they also must follow the rules of time stop, which is fun because you could do something like time stop using this ability. Um, should we put a limit on how many times you can use that ability? I mean, you already um, are limited by how many times you can cast time stop. Yeah, but it's a channel divinity, right? No, no, no. At 17th level, it's just another ability. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, maybe once per short rest. Um, but yeah, you could do something. Because that's think... what? Action surge is the same thing? Yeah. And and this is a pretty similar thing to that. 
it could just be very fun to be like, all right, I've frozen time with the spell. We can't hurt anybody, but let's just all go. Yeah. Y'all just run. Um, yeah, I, I think that works pretty well. Um, is that it for clerics? That's, it. That's they, clerics. They don't get like a bonus spell thing. They do get a bonus spell thing. Um, we could try to nut that out, but I think we've we've gone yeah, relatively far. I mean, you would go with like the simple stuff like taste, taste, time slow. slow. Yeah, it's slow, time stop. Um what's that? There's one future telling spell is oh yeah several divination yeah divination spells that's that's what i mean um those type of things but yeah um look if if when we put this if we do put this out there we would we will have that by then yeah Um, if anybody's interested in seeing it yeah yeah exactly uh but yeah that that'll probably for time domain cleric or whatever yeah yeah yeah. Uh, time domain it seems pretty cool i think it would Uh, be fun to play yeah Yeah. what do we got we got um the i forgot what we did at level one uh level one you get a pretty minor ability to uh get a timekeeper that becomes your holy symbol oh i never worked in to use your your timekeeper for some of these abilities um yeah, that, maybe again, we'll do that if we. Yeah, maybe we'll do. Be like, do hey, it. you need your timekeeper to use your time uh, age ability. Yeah, or that's probably a good one ability. to do the. Yeah, time stop to help separate and it rewind from. Rewind as well. Yeah. Um, um. So yeah, we'll do that. Uh. But yeah, you get the ability to make a timekeeper as your thing. Uh. You get your quick into spell casting. Which might be fun even for time. Maybe stop. maybe we could do something too, where if you have your timekeeper on you, you get like an advantage or something, or like a plus or something to agility saves. Potentially, like yeah. That. You can invoke it to get advantage on a dexterity yeah. save or something. And then uh yeah, then we got rewind, which I think is could be a really fun ability depending on mm-hmm. who's using it. Uh you got a time blast. Uh, then you've got your divine strikes. That's every cleric's gets those. They're kind of the most boring part. Of being yeah. A cleric. And then we have what I've tentatively called Master of Time, which lets you freeze time as a reaction yourself, or casting time stop to bring everybody in. How does time strike? Uh, not time strike. Divine strike work on its own. Uh, you just get an additional one d eight, or eventually, I think two d eight. Of a certain type of damage to your melee attacks. Oh yeah, okay. With that, it would probably be necrotic. That's what we did. Yeah, yeah, we just did necrotic. Yeah, okay. It's, it's boring, but that's just how cleric is. Yeah, no, that's fair. All right, uh, uh, and look, no one's gonna be mad at more damage. Yeah, I very rarely are people like, "What the fuck?" I didn't want to do an extra two d eight necrotic. Oh, God damage. damn it, dude! Um, uh, it is pretty interesting, dude. Too doing a necrotic damn like cleric without necessarily like the dark side of necrotic yeah, damage without, without being like a death or, or grave yeah or exactly whatever, but still doing necrotic damage i think that that's interesting yeah i think that's pretty cool uh but yeah if you have any opinions on our if you have some stuff that you just listening to it or like oh shit dude that's broken no, yeah that's or up. there's a better way to do that thing 
Um, let us know. Uh, hit hit us uh, at our email at theatomicemail at gmail.com or on our social medias. Uh, like our Twitter at Atomic Androids. Or our Instagram at Atomic Android 2020. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Um, right, let me fucking end this so I can start downloading. Oh. Oh, uh, I muted my thing. I forgot that's not a pause button. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, I just remember next week it should probably be Ant Man. Oh yeah, it's coming out. I just heard it's not great. I I I've heard some um, mixed things on it. I've heard from one reviewer that I quite like that it's essentially a Rick and Morty episode without any of the funny parts. Oh, Rick and Morty episode. Uh, and it's also one of the few, and I mean, this means nothing, but it's one of the few Marvel movies with a rotten rating. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I'll have to watch it. I do like Paul Rudd Ant-Man. He's like one of my favorites in the MCU. I'm excited for Kane. Uh, <laughs> um, not Kane, Kang. Um Hello and welcome to In Universe. We talk the ins and outs of our favorite fictional universes. I'm Adam. <laughs> you had to take that from the top. I had a burp. I had a burp fucking in my throat. Um, I tried not to burp. And so it was like a solid bubble in my throat. And then when it came up my turn to talk, I couldn't force any air out of my throat. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.